Hey, everybody, and welcome to Kush and Kai. I'm Kai. I'm Kush. How you fucking doing, Kush? Ah, <laughs> uh, we just got out of Star Wars: The Last Jedi. We are doing a mobile podcast right now. We are. We're on the uh, live streets of San Francisco, and it is uh, twelve thirty. Uh, we had just seen um, Star Wars. What's uh, what's on uh, what's on your mind? What uh, what you thinking after that um, that experience? That was ex- it was two and a half hours that we started at nine thirty. So full disclosure, just the way things were back in October, I could only get tickets in the front freaking row for the three D show. So our view was a little distorted. Um, what I could see, I liked. Mm-hmm. What I couldn't see was blurry. Uh, that's that's not the fault of the movie. That's just the way it was. We were sitting. Yeah, I can't tell if 3D if they're not done working on it yet because it just seemed like there's a little jitter, double image. This is not what one, people want to hear about the movie. Though. I feel like the 3D in the Force Awakens was much better. However, you're correct. <laughs> this movie. What did um, you think of this? Where are you on here? I didn't like it. Not not a fan. Okay. I I had more fun with it than I did Rogue One. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I was just—I felt like we saw two movies here. We did. We saw two, maybe two and a half movies. Yeah. They couldn't really decide what they wanted to do here, and the unfortunate part is that we got a bunch of a piece of a movie oh. where it's a prolonged space battle that needed to end, but it didn't. I got blue—I got space battle blue balls from this movie, <laughs> and it just. They paid it off. They they had a long battle where somebody had to go and have a Pokemon adventure to come back. But my God, that it got real slow and dry and like the the I'll just put it this way: the what is it? The resistance now? The resistance and the first order. And is it literally the resistance? Like we're resisting against Trump? I guess so. Because your fucking mom's friend Karen shows up in this movie to bail everybody out. God damn it. What the fuck was that? No, wait. Before we go any further, Kai, I... Your mom's friend Karen! The the movie hinges on this. The whole movie. We announced... We we announced in the mini-pod this was going to be spoilers. We've announced in tweets this is going to be spoilers. It'll say spoilers on the episode. Spoilers! Just keep going. going. Nothing but spoilers! All of the spoilers! So loud. You have been warned. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, Princess Leia is apparently immortal. Um, immortal. I, I. It was hard to describe. There's a scene in this movie where Princess Leia returns to life from death in the vacuum of space and flies, flies back to safety. It is. The funny, you and I were in stitches. Uh, we were laughing. I was wiping was, away tears. There was no way to react other than laughter to Princess Leia flying, <laughs> flying majestically to safety <laughs> through space debris. The, the the debris you saw in Gravity, just cutting right through it, only to make it safe, uh, and then went to sick bay. Yep. This uh, movie is crazy. This people. movie's bonkers. There are some choices in this movie. I got I mean, for me, I I would watch this movie, even though I just saw it, I would probably watch this movie again over The Force Awakens. Interesting. How, how about you? I will see this movie again just so I can get a better visual. I need to see it again. I need to see it again. And I'm not just talking because it was the 3D. I want to get a little better grasp on the plot. There's a part where 
Snoke is reprimanding his, his number two and his number two A. That's uh, General Hux. Hux. And Kylo Ren. Hux is wonderful in this one. I like Hux a lot, to be honest. Hux um, is great. And Hux is like, yo, I got them tied by a string. Mm-hmm. And that is never brought back again. What, I, I, the whole time I thought Laura Dern was a turncoat. Yeah. I, I thought maybe BB-9 well, is wanted, on board. They wanted us to think that that was part of it. So that could be part of it. What, what was his plan? The, Hux's plan? Hux, I have them by a string. Hux is the guy that looks like um, Galadriel from Lord of the Rings. What is her name? I don't know Lord of the Rings. I, I, sorry, but that's okay. He no, he looks like um, uh, not Mirren. God, the other one. Anyway, sorry. So he can track their ships and light speed, and they only kind of give it to us in inference. Like the good guys figure this out, and then we sort of go from there. But they don't really go back to that. They kind of give us the plot point and move on. But, yeah, the string, he meant, when he said, we have them on a string, it said they can track their hyperspace jumps. Okay. Sure. It No, it, I was I was like, well, what did he mean by that? He literally meant they can track them. And they, it was it was not overly simplistic, but, like, they moved, moved on from it. Okay. Even though they spent a good amount. The Supreme Leader had to say it. You know what I mean? Or echo it. It, it was just sort of a throwaway. We I, start with a very fun laser battle with uh, Poe Dameron taking on the entire Empire. Who doesn't like Poe? Poe's. I wish Poe had more to do in this. Yeah. Um, Poe. Poe's got a couple good scenes, and then most of the time he's sort of like urging people to hurry up. Yes. He's got a lot of hurry up roles in this. He gets anxious. He gets testy. A little impatient. But yes. Okay. I gotta say, my favorite part of this movie. Okay. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. That was fucking fantastic. I like I like crumudgeony Mark Hamill. I don't think I've enjoyed Mark Hamill's acting performances in things ever. Mm. Not, I'm not saying like, oh, he was bad in that. I never went out of my way to go like, damn, he really did something. Like, without him, if you just put, put uh, Kevin Bacon in there, mm-hmm. you'd be confused and you'd want him to dance maybe a little, but it wouldn't work. Is what I'm saying. Mark Hamill made curmudgeon work. He did great cur- He gives good curmudgeon. I feel well. like he was channeling his inner Wal- Walter Matthau. Yes. Walter Matthau was a Jedi. That was Mark Hamill. Time. That was, yes. Uh, yeah. Matthau, the uh, Sith Matthau. Go away! Absolutely. He was cranky. It was good. And I- I'll say, like, the tra- all of the, you know, Ray training by or trying to get history of was fine, except... They said, hey, guys, we've got two movies we need to jam into one, and the middle part of the first one is going to accidentally go on for 45 minutes. What is the timeline on this now? Because bear with me here. So I think it's they're, about They're, they're evading the first empire. They're evading the empire. They're like, we only got 16 hours of fuel left. We mm-hmm. can't make the next jump to hyperspeed no, or whatever. We can no... only just drift yep. and just get shit on. Yep. Ray is on that island for like four days. Yes. <laughs> and then she shows up at the right time. Okay, see, see, we're going to have to, we are definitely going to have to not question hyperspace jumps and et cetera in I, this. I guess not. Because we, yeah. okay, literally, Finn, when they're in their most need, they go on some kind of like moralistic Pokemon adventure to rescue Pokemon horses. Which is ultimately from a, a failed plan. That didn't work out. Not at all. Not at all. I 
yeah, that one, there, there was a lot of things that didn't pay off that kind of caught up to them, because there was a bunch of, like, well, we just need to kill time while Ray does her Dagobah scene. <laughs> they were just like, can we just get through this? I, oh, man. Uh, again, Mark, yeah, Mark Hamill, what my favorite thing about, about this movie. And then, I, I was a little concerned, because... Here's the bigger thing Break is that, down. oh, wow, they showed us like Casino World and I like Casino World. Casino World was fine, but they showed us Casino World and then they showed us like Salt, Old Rebel, Victory, whatever. And then they kind of expanded. They're sort of setting us up for perpetual, which we already are in, perpetual rebellion. We're, we're in perpetual rebellion here. Mm-hmm. And by the ending of this movie, they put a VW commercial at the very end where there's a child who thinks he's Darth Vader or the Rebels or Luke Skywalker. And he's like doing the lightsaber moves in the literal driveway of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. And he's pretending to be that. That's us. As a shooting star. That's us and your child. That they're, they're trying to like go meta and kind of bring down these like, oh, no, no, no. Look, this. You, be prepared. Because you were kids, right? And you saw this, we're showing you that your kids, we are never going to stop. And that was really the bigger thing of like, oh, because there were, they, you, you could easily point out a bunch of things that were like, well, look, they, they did that in the last movie, or they did that in this, or they did, there is a thing that I respect that they're trying to do, which is very hard, which is one, pass on this mantle of like, the Jedi Master. There's a master and a student, and then it goes on, and there's a war, and there's power. In understanding that, yes, absolutely, there has to be there has to be conflict, victory, and loss. And then they're showing this is again where it's like, yes, Luke will be the master, they will be the student, and then the cycle, the cycle continues continues anew. And they showed us some of that. So. I, you know, there were sure, certainly there were things lifted from previous themes, lifted from previous films, like evacuating the rebel base, getting to another rebel base. But you know, they they really were trying to re, I guess, recontextualize some of the Jedi ness. I, I would say, but I can't say what the next movie's about, other than they're going to re rebel in a different different way. Yeah, so. Snoke gets taken out in this movie. He does. Snoke goes down. There's no real mystery to him. Actually, he doesn't go down. He gets bisected. Gets bisected. Did you feel it was just kind of just lame? Okay, here's why this was lame. Break it down. Tell me what Snoke stood for. Snoke is supposed to be the supreme leader. He's mm-hmm. all evil. He's the most powerful thing. He, he, he just sh- farted some lightning and Kylo Ren flew back 20 feet. I get it, but like... Remember when Vader was after Luke? That's your mm-hmm. boy out there. Go get your boy, man. Mm-hmm. Go get him. Go, Go get, get him. Get some. Get some. Like, that was a thing. It was like, I'm going to turn my son. The Snoke was really impotent in terms of like, okay, we've seen, we've seen Emperor before. He wanted to rule everything. And again, this is under the plate of like, all right, could you give us something? Like anything about Snoke? Was he the first Jedi? Maybe he knew Luke? Was this something? He's just some other evil guy. Yeah. This is the kind of thing where it's like, 
Ty, what would you like to do in the Star Wars universe? Fucking kill myself. There's no hope for anybody or anyone. I would like to kill myself. I want to die. There's no point. There's no future, no end. It just goes over again. It's just a really bad narrative, too. You, you think, is he this dark Plagueis character? Like, what the fuck is up with his face? Where did he come from? What has happened in between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens? Where Where are those 20 years? Yeah. Where did this guy come from? Why was we? There'll be branded content and several books and games Fuck to help you games. discover the 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 true magic behind the scenes. Maz, she has a TV show called "That's for Another Time," <laughs> where we will learn all of these things. She's the new Rocket Raccoon, by the way. She that got, scene. There's a scene where she becomes uh, Rocket Raccoon, which was more than unnecessary, but. <laughs> They, they they did with her what they wanted to do with Leonard Nimoy in the new Star Trek movies, where she's just a hologram, mm-hmm. but she's having an action scene at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> she's killing everybody, regardless of what she's doing. Stop the movie, dead. Again, where it's like, what were we doing? Uh, we were running. Okay, we evacuated. Now we're running from the fucking Empire, or what are they called? The new, or we're running for the New Order. We're running for the New Order. And we can't jump because they're tracking us. So, wait. Uh, Finn, you... Poe tells Finn to go... It's... It, it, we... They just give us things to, like, be distracted by. There's nothing happening... There's nothing happening in this movie. Yeah. By the end of this movie, I wish we could start the movie. Where it's like... Remember remember how we felt walking in the theater? Like, wow, I wonder if they're going to pay off any of that, like... Ray learning stuff or going forward or or yeah what's their relationship they didn't give us anything other than now in my mind um now in my mind Ray can more use her powers i guess Ray is stronger and they lost the fleet the 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 rebels lost the fleet and then so move the movies in between the force awakens and this one uh, an entire hour has passed yeah. because we leave her on that island, and then we're immediately reunited with her on that island I think in it the starts, same pose. Actually, same pose. So it starts immediately after. And sure enough, Mark Hamill takes the lightsaber. Luke. And grabs his this artifact. Chucks it right over his shoulder. Dismisses it. I think. Dismisses the fan service. Who, who is the director that got fired off of this? No one got fired off of this. Rian Johnson, uh, the guy who did Looper, he, he's he's been on this. Uh, oh no, I'm thinking of the Han Solo movie. The right. Han Solo movie was uh, Lord and Miller guy. There it is. Okay, go up to 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 this to this point. They did do some undoing of some things from the last movie, like oh the lightsaber and is Ray anybody? They really spent time kind of shitting on that. Yeah, that they really wanted to prove that in in. Not just with um, with Kylo Ren and that scene in their own tree stump on Dagobah where they go into the thing. Where it's the same, basically, where it's like, oh, it doesn't mean anything. It's you. Oh, it's you. There you go. Good. Uh, fuck. <laughs> Dude, are, are you concerned? What's the next movie going to be after? How do they wrap this up? Uh, God. Are you going to fucking care? No. There's going to be not. another rebellion after this. <laughs> Has to be, right? No. <sighs> I don't know what to expect. I don't know where this is going now. Like, I thought we were at least going to get one more movie with Snoke. Like, this feels like an incomplete trilogy. Or, like, the trilogy ended tonight. 
Yeah. And we're on to a new adventure in episode nine. I feel like we're on to a new new adventure here. So, also, Luke died, everybody. Luke, well, Luke disappeared. Well, he... he yeah, I, okay, die is not the vanished. right thing. I think he ascended to the next plane of Jedihood. Yes. Or whatever that is. Great Yoda scene in here, too. Yoda. I enjoyed Yoda. Yoda got chubby in the afterlife. He did. He put on a couple of... The cheeks filled out, yeah. I would say. Which isn't bad. That's fine. It's good. He's enjoying himself. I think he's happy. He's, he's, the, he's got that William Shatner glow about him. Maybe he found, like, a Yodette. Oh, the y- Yaddle. Yaddle. Him and Yaddle that, got to reconnect. Again. Yeah. Back, yeah. In the old country. Yeah. They have an old country. They seem like they'd have a race that has an old country. There, there's an old country for sure. Old, there old is. planet. Uh, home. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Casino... Casino, Salt Planet, all of these things. It was like, I'm so glad that they can... It felt like a creative writing exercise. Like, ooh, how different can it be? It's a speeder, but it's salt, and then it's red underneath. Or like, there's a space battle. Or there's a tiny Monopoly man who's obsessed with money. And, oh, there's horses that look like Pegasi. Like... I dug all the visuals, the red, it was and the creative, white sure, contrast, but the it was I didn't care at the end. No, you didn't care. I really I did care. not care what was going on. The Porgs were cute. I like Chewbacca. I, this is going to sell some toys. I'm going to have to buy a figure for my, my daughter. She'll love it. They've created a great mousetrap, but like, no. This is I like, feel like the harder we laughed in this movie tonight, the more the fans around us got more angry. People were... It, I, I didn't look, but I, I could tell... Maybe they were annoyed. But, yeah, this sort of seems like... Yeah, that they jingled a little too hard on the keys, mm-hmm. and now I'm looking up at the hand. Like It started off like the, the most, most of these Star Wars movies start off where just clapping, and yay, and I recognize that, and then five minutes had lapsed, and that was it. And everyone was just like, what are we doing here? Where It, it was... There's a lot of the same confusion I felt in uh, Phantom Menace. Uh-huh. I'm definitely not. Com- I don't want to compare this to the Phantom Menace. It's, it's not, but you've know there's a, there's like a confusion and sort of an out of placeness here that I'm like, what? There's something. There's a lot something of tonal here. changes. A lot of tonal changes. Like we start this movie off with a laugh. Yeah. You know. Uh, there's a curb uh, curb your enthusiasm esque phone gag yeah. at, at the beginning of this movie. And it's funny. It was good. Yeah, it's, it's some good writing there. But, but then it gets serious. Yeah, and then it didn't feel... And then it gets magical. It felt... It felt. And then it gets anxious. The laugh felt cheap afterward. It did. There was even uh, <laughs> the R2-D2 scene even uh, Luke Skywalker commented on. It was like, that was cheap. That, yeah. I, I felt that was... They was, have R two on the nose. R two and Ray and Chewbacca are trying to get Luke to come back to the Resistance. So R two plays the original Leia clip, and I have to say the first six Leia scenes did make me kind of oh, oh there she is. <laughs> I did feel it, but then after a while it was like no post space princess come back to life was it was a bit. Much. It kind of ended there, right? It did. Like I. I Bloom so I remember seeing the trailer the for this, and I was like, are they really going to off Carrie Fisher like that? Like, was that in the script? Did they, was Wait this for a panic it. button? They fucking should have. <laughs> they, should. they had seven opportunities to just kill off Carrie Fisher. They should have done that. It's a rat over there. Oh. <laughs> oh, yep, there he goes. That's a pretty big rat. We're Scamper right by the... Buddy. We're right by the water. This is where they live. They look for garbage. Damn. <laughs> Um, yeah, 
there's you get a lot of you get a lot of bang for your buck. You get two and a half movies. Um, you get a lot of action. You get a lot of practical sets surrounded by special I, effects. I, I wanted, I wanted, I needed a scene where BB-8 and bad BB-8 would. You thought those two would like meet, right? Would go at, would go at it, but no, no, they teased that. Everything was a cock tease in the advertising because there was porgs, there was bad BB-8, there was Chrome Lady Trooper. They really don't. Chrome Lady Trooper had no payoff again. No payoff again. What's the point of bringing her in for that? Like that, anyone could be under that armor, and she could just be doing the voiceover. But I feel like she's literally on set. You know what? That where where this diverged for me, where they were keeping it alive in sort of this magical sense, was when they were when Ray and Kylo Ren were inexplicably force messaging each other. Yeah, those were some cool scenes. Those were great. Those were actually some of the really like genuine pieces of scene and then they completely sort of jettison that <laughs> they i mean they, they leave it open that it'll come back maybe in the future but they do a he said she said thing and when i said she said it's it's luke's story versus ren's story about what happened that night at the temple mm-hmm. and ren's point of view is hilarious because mark hamill's face is just ah, evil and just murderous. rageful just murderous I'll kill you He's got that the green lightsabers <laughs> reflecting yeah. off him. Oh, I want the I want a screen cap of that. That's a good one. And then he wanted to kill him because he thought he was bad. So yes, he did fail him as a student. Yeah, man. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I um, call in if you have any um, questions or comments. But we're kind of <laughs> we're kind of flabbergasted here. Kush, would you recommend this movie to other people? No. In fact, I would only give this uh, three out of six blueberries. Three out of six blueberries. All right. I'm going to have to give this... I'll give this... I'm going to give this like a four and a half. Okay. Because the four, Force Awakens sticks at a four. Okay. This was, to me, there were, there were avenues of this that I was like... There were at least original pieces to this story. And mm-hmm. then they furthered some stuff. So it's like begrudgingly they checked some boxes that I was like afraid that they would fall into so I was like okay but no now I have this larger existential thing I think I'm I think I'm, I'm um, maturing where just I just really I mean this is a kids movie and it's a kids movie it's a kids movie but it's got so many heavy and it's heavy a serialized tones. it is nakedly a serialized children's film now and we were gonna we were gonna come into this eventually like yeah. yeah. This thing is trying to outdo itself. It's trying to stretch something that was just originally three movies from some college student out of San Rafael. Absolutely. Uh, who, 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 he liked some Japanese mythology. Mm-hmm. He, he liked the hero myth, mono myth, and all of that. He, he synthesized things into something beautiful. And he got some great themes out of, I would say he's got like one and three quarters great movies out of all of that stuff. Maybe, maybe two and change. But you, now it's just echoes of all of that. Do you think Kylo Ren was bullshitting uh, Ray about her parents? Um. Yeah, Kylo Ren lays it down where it's like. Uh, Kylo Ren lays it down where it's like, hey, yeah, you know who your parents were? Nobody. I kind of because they did some lip service to. Uh, you're not from anywhere, mm-hmm. and like she asks the Jedi wall where she's from and there, there was one other thing but that I was forget. a great scene that just went nowhere went nowhere 
It was the same. It's the same scene as Luke going in to confront himself. Mm-hmm. Where then it was like, okay, something, but it didn't really add to the movie. Yeah, but just that barbershop mirror uh, illusion where this is, there's a thousand rays and she has to like figure out her way to the front of the line. I didn't and, hate that. I like yeah. that. What In terms of like trying to convey something, because she, she was narrating it too, where yeah. it was like, I wasn't afraid. I should have been. I should have frozen. But I wanted something. That was actually like a cohesive kind of magical realism moment. Like, oh, I was gone with it. Yeah, I didn't hate that either. Mm-hmm. It was just when they would cut again. We're still running away at slow speed. There's a slow speed. Yeah. This is just, we watched a slow speed pursuit down the 101, <laughs> like with helicopters. <laughs> like, this was the Ford Bronco. This was the Bronco chase. Yeah. We watched. Star Wars did the Bronco chase. I didn't see it at first. It took me a second. Star Wars did the Bronco chase. And OJ still lost. Or did he win? Or did he win? Well, I'm definitely not looking forward to Han Solo in six months. I wasn't already. I'm absolutely not now. Okay, now I'm way more looking forward to Han Solo. Okay. I think the next Han Solo movie will be better than this is. What do you think we're going to get out of the Han Solo movie? Uh, Probably a lot of that. Yeah. I have to hold on to something. Okay. I'm not going to take that away from you. Don't. I just feel like their greatest value, feel me. I'm feeling it. The further we go down the road on just the direct force, you know, the, the, the direct episodal path, mm-hmm. the more work they have to do to keep it in line with the overall story. These one-offs are actually where you're going to see some kind of artistry or... Storycraft. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Because you're gonna, you hopefully will have a contained, you know, a contained piece or thing in there, mm-hmm. as opposed to this where it was like, we got a lot of baggage from that last movie, and we got to set up a lot of shit for the next movie. Mm-hmm. So we really don't. I don't know. I didn't feel like uh, it is good to feel like, oh, we're moving from thing to thing to thing. But I got exhausted. I was I like, was this, there's no payoff. Are we getting away? We're not getting away. We're still here. And then at a certain point, the fucking, the fucking resistance at this stage in the movie is like a drummer that needs to sleep on your sofa. It's like, hey man, there's, <laughs> there's like six of us. Like, I'm so sorry. We just, can we get on your Falcon and get out of here? They're like, run. It's, it is a drug addict running from the police at this point. Oh there's no resistance. I don't know whether, in fact, they had to lay the, they had to lay the seeds for, no, the resistance is out there somewhere. We'll, we'll find them. We'll, we'll get them together. Oh, God. We're so removed from, that's another piece. We're so far removed from any kind of like, we've never had, for Jedis trying to make alliances and get with folks. The only thing they did with that was like, the one alliance they tried to work out was with the Trade Federation. Mm. That was the only thing we saw. It didn't go great. Yeah. They're not great consensus builders. No. They don't, they don't like, have a call to action and rise the people to do something. They're just sort of like, oh, laser swords, cool, right? They, they seem to get themselves in more trouble than they need to. All of the time, and then jeopardize, like, the universe, it would seem like. <laughs> God. I think Luke made some good points about how conceited it is to think that the Force is only at the command of the Jedi. Yes. He made... He did get some... There was some Eastern spirituality he layered in there. I think so. Um, God. Yeah, I... Oh, gosh. Anyway, so... 
we're at 27 minutes. <laughs> I mean, is there... I don't have anything else to say. You, it was two and a half hours, but like... Do you have anything good to say? There was some cute things. There was some whatever. Some creatures walked around. Like, okay, you know, if I was doing the bingo card for like... If I was doing the bingo card for Star Wars, like... I got a couple lines in there. You know, I got a couple winner cards, but... <sighs> I hate to say it, the next movie is going to feel like like a chore. Yeah, it's it's going to be episode three all over again. It is. Like, I don't... I felt like we didn't get anywhere from Ray landing on the island, or... Le- I was thought at least we get Leia dead. L- forgive me, but now that's all I'm going to be thinking about is... Well, they're going to have to artfully handle this in the next movie. Yeah. Is that, is it, did that not cross cross your mind? What, what are the odds do you think that Princess Leia makes it to the end of Episode Nine unharmed? I mean, we saw her cheat death tonight several times. You know, there's a chance. There's a chance. You think she's I want to be on Team? She makes it past nine, and they sort of sunset her. Do you know what I mean? You think she's gonna she's gonna cross over like Luke did tonight into the spiritual plane? No, if they were gonna do that, they would have already done it already. No, she's going to regardless. There'll be a shot in nine, ten, fifteen, thirty-eight, whatever, where mm-hmm. all of them are standing together. Oh boy! Right? Right. God, I hate to say it, folks. Like that was a fun movie to watch. Visually, it was whatever. Again, I got my bingo cards checked off. We had lightsabers. We had things. There was kids being inspired and robots. And and um, and um we had a, a thief and a cryptographer who spoke mm. out, of, out, out of turn. Benicio Del Toro, he fit right in. He fit right in. Actually, not underutilized. Uh-huh. He, was, he was perfect. Whereas, like, a little bit more, like, if he ended up with the rebellion, too much. Too much. Stop. Stop, 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 stop. stop. It's just a little taste. Mm. And then uh, that's the only thing I know will happen in the next movie. He will die. <laughs> can you, can you have, do you have any other, over. do you have any other Benicio del Toro predictions other than he will die in the next movie? No. He will die in the next movie. <laughs> I, I hope his schedule's too busy to make the next movie. He will die in the next movie. That's my only prediction. It's a good prediction. Or short of that, coming, coming in a close second, he'll come to the good side. No, but he can't. He got a lot of people killed. A he lot. got a lot of people killed. There's more to spoil. I kind of want to just spoil things just because we saw it, but... We got time to burn. I... Uh, all, all of your favorite walkers were in here. BB-8, <laughs> BB-8 had some new toys. And in fact, I have to say, as a nerd who... Do you, uh, I don't know if you've ever encountered this. There was a Star Wars collectible card game... And you could play it like magic competitively. Not it wasn't. It had different rules, of course. But mm-hmm. I was definitely in on that. But in the opening uh, space battle, there were many: the Mon Mothra cruiser, mm-hmm. uh, the B wings, the A wing point fighter. Oh, that uh, the medical frigate. They were all there. All my friends. Seeing how the B wing worked on the inside when it did the bombing run was great. A little confusing because they were using standard gravity in the middle of space. Yes. That was confusing, where she fell downward in the thing. Oh, look, I'll give it up. They have a gravity generator inside there. Mm-hmm. But the bombs continued to fall at the same trajectory and speed as if they had been dropped from, I don't know, let's say a two-story building, <laughs> down onto the ship through space. Confusing. 
Look, you that could was get... a silly scene too. The way she she kept kicking Kick, the ladder. They could have done something a little better than that. I was just like, crawl your ass back up the ladder. Crawl just... up the ladder. Make it a crawl back up the ladder struggle scene. Yeah, not the kicky scene. No, not the kicky scene. It 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 paid off what it needed to pay off. She was the sister of Pokemon Adventure with Finn. <laughs> I'm not calling her Pokemon. Hey, everybody. Uh, That's not what I was saying. Margaret Cho's cousin. Exactly. But oh boy. Even no. that felt like they sort of took up the big wheel of like, hey, Finn's got a sidekick. What racial group have we underserved here? They fucking spun that wheel of fortune wheel. <laughs> oh, Asian chick. Let's go with her. And you're like, all right, fine. <laughs> it's better than the Trade Federation guys. Oh, throw the car. Yes. That was, it was better than 100% that. 100% better. I would rather get the Asian chick than the weird stereotype. Oh, wait. Do you remember Watto? Yes, I remember uh, Watto. I'm surprised we didn't get a Watto in this time. Space on the Castor is night too. What do you got for me? Oh, so offensive. Can we acknowledge how racist all of those were? Yes. How come those aren't in this? Because they were racist, right? Right. They were horribly racist. Look at the Gungans. You know, 1999, it was such a different time. Oh, it was time. such a different time. <laughs> We're going back. Yeah, that's what we're doing. We're shooting on episode one again. That's what's happening. Okay, yes. The Gungans, mm. they were Jamaican, right? The Trade Federation were Chinese. Mm-hmm. Watto was Jewish. Yes. Uh, I've got to be missing one. There, there was a couple others that slipped in, in under the radar. Uh, I, don't, I can't reflect. But those were all in the first movie, too. They mm-hmm. front-loaded it with, like, wow. It was, it was trying and to be the And by they, I mean George Lucas. Exactly. He's set in his ways. Exactly. And there was no just borderline racisty aliens. There was Little Monopoly Man, who I, I did appreciate. Little Monopoly Man was wonderful. Yeah. And I want more Little Monopoly Man. Also, they there was a visual gag they gave away where BB-8 had a number of coins inside of him from what we can only assume is him posing as an arcade machine. No. Or sorry, a gambling, a coin. Monopoly Man just kept plugging him full of coins. I dig, but... There's a scene later in the movie where they pay that off, that off specifically mm-hmm. for. He put a no lot of reason. coins in them. He's firing it like a like a Gatling gun. Like coins are flying it's the stupidest out. Stupidest thing. BB, it's the <laughs> dumbest gag. The absolute dumbest thing in the movie is this gag. And then wait, he blows the barrel of his coin slot because it's smoking because That's he right. shot so many coins. Oh, oh God, that was bad. Oh, I'm going to save us here. All right. Well, everybody, thanks for following us with us on this. I, I wish we had different tidings. Listen, listen. It's the Star Wars that it is a Star Wars that you like. So all I would say, fine. It's fine. It's fine, everybody. But I'm worried about the future. I'm Kai. Go to CushionKai.com. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. CushionKai.com, iTunes. I'm Cushays. I'm Peace. Kai. Do it to it, bitches.